Welcome to the Shalhaba Community Church Podcast. We hope you're encouraged by the following message. Well, today I want to start with a question again and ask this great question. I believe it's a question that's very important for us to ponder how we consider answering it. And the question is this, do you know about the Holy Spirit or are you building a friendship with the Holy Spirit? Do you know of the Holy Spirit or are you building a friendship? And this whole series is being about what it means to make a friend of the Holy Spirit. And we started this series and we looked at some of the myths around um, the Holy Spirit, some of the thoughts that people have, some myths around the person of the Holy Spirit. And then we looked at some of the reasons why we need the Holy Spirit and some of the advantages that Jesus said would, would be associated with the Holy Spirit coming. And we saw some of those last week to reiterate again, to empower us, to uh, to be a witness of Christ, to help us, to guide us, to reveal truth to us, to be our constant companion. That was the first thing that we looked at. Then last Sunday morning, we looked at developing a friendship with the Holy Spirit. And we looked at the language of the Holy Spirit being holiness. In fact, I love this scripture that that Paul um, shares through 2 Corinthians chapter 13 verse 14 it says this it says the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all Paul knew what it meant to have the Holy Spirit as a friend he knew what it meant to develop a friendship with the Holy Spirit and last Sunday if you didn't get a a chance to look at it I encourage you to go and have a look at it we saw that the language of the Holy Spirit, the way that we draw closer to the Holy Spirit is by understanding the importance and the place of holiness in our lives because we saw the very nature of God is God's nature is that He's holy. So do encourage you with that to look at that. But this morning, we're going to look at the ways that the Holy Spirit speaks to us. And you know, for many people, the thought of God speaking to them Um, can be an unbelievable proposition. Why would God ever want to speak to me? Well, I want to say with all of my heart, the Holy Spirit wants to speak to us. And some people can really be battling with that thought. Why would God speak to me? Because we battle with feelings of being unworthy. I want to say today, if you're in Christ, He's made you worthy. Amen. So you don't need to battle with that thought. And for other people, it can be a, a lack of faith or a lack of understanding. We we just, we, we just can't believe that God would speak to us or we haven't read the, the parts of the Bible and put our faith in those aspects of Scripture that talk about the person of the Holy Spirit and the way that He speaks to us. The truth is God desires to speak to every one of His children. That's the amazing news. That's the, the incredible news today. I don't care how young you are, how old you are. Um, I, I believe with all of my heart that the same Holy Spirit that was released on the day of Pentecost and spoke to the early disciples and the early apostles then is the same Holy Spirit that's alive today that's speaking to all those people that have put their faith and their trust in Jesus Christ. He's there to guide us and to comfort us. In fact, I love this thought. Uh, Jesus speaking about the Holy Spirit in John chapter 16, verse 13. We've said it a few times, but I believe that we need to hear it again because He's alive, He's well, and He's speaking to all those that are tuned in to listen to His voice. Jesus said this, However, when the Spirit of truth has come, He will guide you into all truth. And listen, He says, For he will not speak of his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak. He will tell you things to come. I love that there. Jesus said, 
And he's teaching to us in the, the, in the Gospel of John that the Holy Spirit, when he came, was going to speak and speak truth to each believer. I love that thought there. I'm really so encouraged. In fact, we see another example from the book of Acts in Acts chapter 13, verse 2. It says this about the early disciples. It says, as they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Spirit said, now separate to me Barnabas and Saul for the work which I have called them. In fact, through our reading through the book of Acts, it's evident time and time again that the Holy Spirit speaks to the followers of Jesus Christ. He, the Holy Spirit is so willing and is wanting to speak to us. He's wanting to speak to your life right now. He's wanting to speak into your situation right now. He's, wanna, he's wanting to encourage you in whatever it is that you might be facing right now. The Holy Spirit is alive in us as we invite Him in and He wants to speak into our lives and into the situations that we're facing. So the question that we want to look at today is this. How then does the Holy Spirit speak to us? How does He speak to us? Well, there's a few ways that I want to share, five possible ways, probably a lot more, um, a lot of, uh, excuse me, other ways the Holy Spirit speaks to us. But I believe that the one main thing is found in this, that we take the time each day to pray and to wait on God and wait on the voice of the Holy Spirit to speak to us. That's why I believe time and time again, it's so important for us that we understand the importance of picking up our Bibles, grabbing a hold of our journal and taking the time to read every day and to wait for the voice of the Holy Spirit. Because friends, I want to say that the Holy Spirit is so eager and so willing to speak to us because Jesus sent him to do that, to guide, to comfort, to reveal truth, to convict, to, to lead us, to, to come alongside us. All the things that Jesus said, the Holy Spirit is so willing and ready to do those things. But we need to take the time in waiting on Him, reading the Word of God, and then allowing to speak to, speak to us. So I want to just share with you this, the, today just a few thoughts around that aspect of how does He speak to us? Well, the first thought is this. The Holy Spirit speaks directly to us through our thoughts. Through our thoughts, the Holy Spirit th speaks to us directly to our thoughts. In, in fact, we see the, uh, uh, Peter and the disciples in Acts chapter 11, verse 12, it says this, Then the Spirit told me to go with them, doubting nothing. Listen to it again. Then the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, told me, uh, the apostle Peter, to go with them, not doubting. People call it, some people call it the still small voice of the Holy Spirit. In fact, I love the picture we see in the Old Testament about the still small voice of God because we see a man in the Bible called Elijah that was really wanting to hear the voice of God. And I want to read a scripture out of 1 Kings chapter 19 that highlights again the still small voice of God because Elijah was wanting to hear the voice of God and God used a few illustrations to bring him and us to the conclusion that God speaks to us. The Holy Spirit speaks to us through a still small voice. We pick the story up. It says, God speaking, then he said, Go out and stand on the mountain before the Lord and behold, the Lord passed by and a great and strong wind tore into the mountains and broke the rocks into pieces before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake. But the Lord was not in the earthquake. 
and after the earthquake a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire and after the fire a still small voice. The Holy Spirit speaks to us in a still voice. God doesn't shout at us. God doesn't yell at us. The voice of the Holy Spirit is a still small voice. And each day, you know, I, I believe that we grapple with and we tackle with three voices. We, we tackle with our, we, we, we wrestle with our inner voice. That's our self-talk, our speaking to ourselves. And then the second voice that we battle with is a temptation from Satan, the, the voice of our enemy that comes to try and distract us and, and rob from us the plan, the purpose, the blessing that God has. And then the last voice that we have as well is the voice of the Holy Spirit, the still small voice of the Holy Spirit. And how do we know it's the voice of the Holy Spirit? Well, a few thoughts on that. How do we determine or uh, um, work out that it's His voice? Well, the first thought is this. His voice is not confusing or conflicting. When the Holy Spirit speaks, He doesn't speak confusion or conflict. He speaks peace, wisdom, the Word of God. The second way that we know that it's the voice of the Holy Spirit, obviously, and all the time it's in line with the Word of God. We know the Spirit of God is speaking to us because it lines up with the Bible. And the th third thought about how do we discern the voice of the Holy Spirit is we feel confirmation in our spirit. We know that it's right. We just feel this mm, in our spirit. We know that God's speaking to us. Well, thinking about that, the challenge that we face every day, I believe, is learning to tune in to the voice of the Holy Spirit, tuning into his channel, getting the right reception, the right, the, 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 the dial right on our reception, on our tuner. I don't know about you, but for each of us, we face so many distractions during the course of the day. There's so many interruptions. There's so many things, especially around the world of social media that we find that our minds get distracted in so many ways. We get pulled in so many different directions. But I believe that if we want to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit, then we need to learn what it means to eradicate distractions in our lives, find that place where we, we can be still and quiet and listen to the still small voice of the Holy Spirit. So number two, the Holy Spirit speaks to us through Scripture. Through the Word of God, the Holy Spirit communicates to us. In fact, John 14, 16, Jesus said, But the help of the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, He will teach you all things and bring to remembrance all the things that I said to you. That's the second way that the Holy Spirit communicates to us through and by the Word of God. In fact, I believe one of the, one of the critical roles of the Holy Spirit in and through our lives is to illuminate or to bring revelation to us. And revelation is so important. Revelation changes our lives and builds our lives. In fact, in Matthew chapter 16, Jesus makes a profound statement. He says, upon this rock, I will build my church. And many people wonder, what does Jesus mean by upon this rock, I will build my church? Well, to understand that statement, we've got to ask what the question was that Jesus asked in order to make that statement. And the question that Jesus asked the disciples was this, who do people say that I am? Peter answers and he says, I believe that you are the son of God. You're the savior of the, the world. And then Jesus goes on to say, 
upon this rock, I will build my church. Jesus was saying the church, our lives, your lives are built upon the rock of revelation. And I believe that the role of the Holy Spirit is to bring revelation to us because the truth is Scripture is full of hidden treasure. But reading the Bible without the Holy Spirit, it's simply it's, it's just like this. But with the Holy Spirit, His light in us, His truth working in us, His revelation flowing through Him, flowing into each of us, we read the Word of God now with Him living in us and He illuminates to us truth. And we go from not being able to see, seeing much in the Word of God, now to seeing things that we've never seen before. And that's why I believe it's so important that we understand that the Holy Spirit speaks to us through Scripture and wants to bring revelation to us. That's why I want to say today, it's always so important that as we get ready to read the Word of God, we always stop and we pray and we ask the Holy Spirit to speak to us and to show us things that we've never seen before because that's one of his roles. So the first thought, he speaks to us um, directly to our thoughts. The second way is he speaks to us through Scripture. Thirdly, he speaks to us through promptings. Now, many of us may have had promptings, but I believe the Holy Spirit prompts us in, in many various ways. In fact, we see him Acts chapter 16, verse 6, it says, Now when they had gone through uh, the region of Galatia, they were forbidden by the Holy Spirit to preach the word in Asia. Paul and Silas were prompted by the Holy Spirit. You know, during the course of our day, there are so many opportunities where the Holy Spirit will bring a prompting to us. We just know in our heart that He's asking us to call someone. We just know in our heart that He's prompting us to text someone. We just know in our hearts that there's just this stirring within us to, to, to do a U-turn and go back to that, that checkout counter or the garage or to our friends around the corner and just stop and pop in there. Because one of the ways that he speaks to us is that he prompts us. And you know it's a prompting. You know it's a prompting when you just can't shake that thought. And you know, I want to encourage you with our promptings because the, the third way that He speaks to us is by prompting us, bringing something to our spirit and our mind that we just can't shake, that some of the smallest promptings that we can receive, if we are obedient to them, they can, they can lead to some of the greatest blessings and breakthrough in people's lives. So the third way that He speaks to us is through promptings. Amen. I believe this, you've got nothing to lose when you're following a prompting of the Holy Spirit, but everything to gain. Number four, and we're just about done today. The Holy Spirit speaks to us through other people. I love this in Luke chapter 12, verse 11. Jesus says, do not worry about how or what you should answer or what you should say, for the Holy Spirit will teach you in that very hour what you ought to say. The Holy Spirit speaks through us. <clears throat> Excuse me. As we were reading through our, our um, reading this week in the, in the book of Acts, we read the story there of the eunuch that was on a journey and he was wanting to understand the Word of God but couldn't quite understand it. And the Holy Spirit, uh, an angel comes and speaks to Philip and 
he's in, encouraged to go and um, chase after the eunuch and sits down and opens up the word of God uh, before the eunuch and the Holy Spirit speaks through Philip and the, in, uh, the gentleman's life is changed as a result of that. The Holy Spirit speaks to us through other people. In fact, if you ever had a conversation and out of your mouth came wisdom that you knew that you couldn't take credit for. I know I have. None of us are that wise, but we just know without exception that the Holy Spirit will speak to us through other people at different stages of our lives. And I believe that this, if love is our motive, then we can trust that the Holy Spirit will continually and constantly want to speak through us and affect the lives of those people around about us and also receive words of encouragement from other people as well. So number four, the Holy Spirit speaks to us through other people. And the last one is this today. I know that there would be many others, but I just wanted to share these five brief ones. Number five, the Holy Spirit speaks to us through dreams and visions. I love that, through dreams and visions. In fact, Acts chapter 16, verse 9, it says, And a vision appeared to Paul in the night. A man of Macedonia stood and pleaded with him, saying, Come over to Macedonia, Macedonia and help us. In Acts chapter 16, verse 9, Paul receives a vision. You know, I love the thought that God speaks to us through dreams and through visions. Some people have dreams and we can interpret them in all in all sorts of crazy ways. But I believe that the Holy Spirit speaks to us through dreams. In fact, uh, two weeks ago, I was um, uh, sleeping and I was uh, uh, asleep at night and I had this dream. And in my dream, I, I met this, this person that I knew and this person uh, gave me a gift. I couldn't quite work out what the gift was, but I just had the dream and got up the next day and got ready for, ready for the office and going to work. And I remember sitting down at Warilla there and I was with Neil at the time, the best business manager in Shell Harbour, New South Wales, beyond, like Tom, executive assistant, best in the world, couldn't get any better. But I remember sitting at the cafe there the morning after the dream and guess who turns up at the cafe with a gift? The same man that I had a dream about the night before. And the gift that he gave me at the time, I didn't really think much of it. But as I reflect now, the gift that he gave me was a real reminder to me about the power and God's calling to us for unity across the Illawarra. And it might have seemed a, a little thing at the time, but as I reflect on it, it was just a powerful thing that I, I dreamt that the night before. And then the next day, the Holy Spirit re, uh, reaffirmed that thought within me again, uh, encouraged me again in that thought about the dream for the church being united across the Illawarra and seeing that come out of a dream the night before absolutely blew me away. I think about visions. God speaks to us. The Holy Spirit speaks to us through visions as well. Remember nine, uh, excuse me, about 11 years ago, being here in the church in the very early days and walking out of the church one Tuesday night. It would have been about an 8.30 uh, at the time. It was summer, which I love. It was summertime. But I remember walking outside. I had a group of guys with me. We just finished a meeting. I work, walked outside, turned to the left and I had a vision had a vision of this colourful uh, daycare centre. 
I didn't know what it was called at the time, but I just saw this colourful uh, daycare centre. It was just a, a snapshot, a vision of the future that I didn't really know much about now. But as I look back now, all those years ago, God spoke a vision into my heart that we are now seeing played out today. You see, the Holy Spirit speaks to us through dreams and visions. Joel chapter 2, and I'm almost done today. It says, and it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. That's for all the men that are over um, 60. They shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions. The Holy Spirit. Some of the ways that he speaks to us is through dreams and visions. You know, I said in the beginning, and I believe with all of my heart, that the Holy Spirit wants to speak to us. But we've got to be committed to the journey of making a friend of the Holy Spirit on a daily basis. You know, last week we'll conclude with this thought that we said that we can't live without the forgiving grace of God through Jesus. That's so true, we cannot. What's life without the forgiving grace of God through Jesus? But we can live without an intimate relationship with the Holy Spirit if we choose to. And this series, as we go through it, it's all about us discovering again the friend of the Holy Spirit, understanding His language is holiness, understanding the importance of taking the time to stop and pause and just to wait on Him, allowing Him to speak life into us. And as I conclude today, I believe that we need to cultivate a heart like David's. It's found in the book of Psalms, chapter 42. I want to read it to you today as we conclude in prayer. It says, as, as the deer pants forth water for the brooks, so pants my soul for you, God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. Friends, that's our prayer. That's my prayer. It's a prayer for myself, but it's prayer for everyone that's listening today, that our heart, our soul would thirst for more of God, that we wouldn't get caught up in the things of this world, the distractions of this world, but we would continue to come back to this place where our heart truly longs and thirsts for the presence of God in the person of the Holy Spirit. Could I pray right now? Could we just bow our heads? Precious Holy Spirit, we just thank you today that you've been given as a gift from heaven to each of us that believe and call upon your name. And Holy Spirit, we thank you that as we open the Word, we see time and time again that you want to be intimately involved in our lives, that you want to speak to us. You want to guide us. You want to comfort us. You want to lead us, Lord. So Holy Spirit, for each of us today, we just, we make a fresh commitment in our hearts today to following you, to listening to you, to opening up our, our ears, our, our spiritual ears, our spiritual eyes to, to, to wait upon you, to to listen to the thoughts of truth and wisdom that you want to bring to us. So today, Lord, our prayer is, create within us a clean heart if necessary, Lord. Renew a right spirit within us if needed, Lord. And Lord, above all, create within us such a hunger and a desire. We pray, Lord, that this week would be a week where we just wait upon you and that we encounter you in such new and in such powerful ways. And we pray that today, in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, Lord Jesus, today for the precious gift of the Holy Spirit. And we say that today. Amen and amen. Well, I trust today you're receiving something from the Word of God. And 
This week, take some time to prioritize your time around the journal, around the Word of God and just waiting for the Holy Spirit. Friend, He's more eager than you could appreciate on how much He wants to speak to you. So we pray that you have the most amazing week and we look forward to next Sunday morning, our 10.30 service in streaming our, our service live here in Shell Harbour Community Church, right into your home, your place, wherever you might be. Have the most amazing week. God bless you. We look forward to seeing you next Sunday morning.